That's what I call music. Now that is... See, I would like the pogo to that music. I would like the slam. Really? And I'll explain to you later on what that is, Griff. Well, I'll let Officer Grossman, perfect name because he was gross. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Chips. Show I never watched as a kid. I never watched it either. But this episode stood out. I remember seeing... I've never watched a full episode of Chips, but I did see minutes of this episode. It always stood out for me yeah. because it taught me the dangers of punk rock, and that's why I never listened to punk rock and never will listen to punk rock. You, you, I'm so glad you didn't either because you're such a, uh, a fine gentleman these days, and I can't uh, imagine what you'd be if, like. If Trasher was my role model? Exactly. I mean, fuck, to imagine you coming in with the war paint on and the mohawk. I, yeah. It I'd was, be frightened. I wouldn't it, be able it to was, sit. It was frightening. Um, of course, Chips, California Highway Patrol. Yeah. Eric Estrada. Frank Poncharello, I think, was his name. Yeah. Poncho- we call him Ponch. Yeah. His buddies, Larry Wilcox, John something. I don't remember. He was a square. Hopkins? Sure. John Hopkins. I saw it on his badge, and then I just forgot it. They, uh, they patrol the mean streets of California. And based on every montage I saw, nothing there mean a lot. Is, nothing mean is happening here. There is a lot of montage shots. There's the actually there's that one road they go under the bridge, under the bridge or something. Yeah, uh, that's where it got sketch. But everywhere else, it's just half naked women. Well, California is beautiful. Yeah, asses everywhere, balls just strapped in and straddled and cocks. Moose knuckles everywhere, camel toes to the right of me, moose knuckles to the left. (laughs) Here I am, stuck in the middle, stuck in the middle. Yeah, we well speaking of montage, we just started out with a beautiful beach montage. Oh, of course. I mean, we're in L.A., so why not? We got a chick who's practically naked roller skating. Roller, the inspiration for Roller Girl from Boogie Nights. I like that. I I I was uh, recalled the yeah the giant giant Dre headphones. Yeah, it looked like the tape deck was built into that. Yeah, we had. I I think we still have them at home. Those uh, those gigantic headphones. They were intense. They look like they probably weighed. Yeah, a I was few like that too. I wasn't there. Uh, this is where I wish Pigeon was here. Wasn't like I think it was Incubus that had to do that wore giant headphones. That could be right. One of those like I, new metal I mean, bands. There was a guy that wore they giant were new metal. Anime, whatever the fuck. They were lumped in with them. I don't listen to that. They shit. They were kind of like. Uh, I told you rock. I don't listen to punk rock, so I don't know. They were more of an indie rock, kind of like. They a, were no. Uh, they weren't. They were not indie rock. They were garbage. They, yeah. Okay. I just oh. broke his heart. Ten-year-old sure. Griff's favorite band, Incubus. Sure. Write it down. I, I I know they wrote three songs that I recognize. So while everybody's having beach fun, there's 
three knuckleheads that aren't having beach fun, and they are letting it be known. They're angst. They're angsting out. They're spray painting cars in the parking lot. I mean, they were practicing with some of those kendo sticks that we see in all the ninja movies. They were beating each other up, having a good time. I thought they were just kids. And they they just they blowing off some steam. Yeah, I thought they were just kids blowing off some steam, doing teenage shit. You know, nothing. Well, bad. we got we got three. All yes. right, we've got one who I didn't care enough to even know, get his name. We have a fat one named Potato Head. Yep. And we have our main punk played by a guy we recognize. Oh, big time! Anybody seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? Yeah, Richie. This must have been a younger, really. Now we understand where Richie in Out for Justice came from. Yeah. Because he's got roots in the punk community. Oh, man. And he bloated out. He went by Trasher. Yeah. In this one. And he's full committed. He looks All of them were. Yeah. Yeah, He's got a real mohawk. Real mohawk. bullshit fucking, you know, bald cap shit. It looks beautiful. And even Potato Head... He's got this crazy lumpy haircut thing that like I guess that's why they call him potato. I think head. so. He's, he's as ugly as some of the potatoes you pick out and then you have like a new recruit who's just got like a dog collar on. Yeah, he's definitely he probably lives in the incubus. He was like <laughs> he was like dipping his toe into the world of punk. You yeah. know. Probably parents probably getting divorced, so he's got some issues at home. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. So yeah, he's no. lashing out this way. Okay, and so there, the, and we, we, this is where we we know that Trasher is a really bad guy. He's got a fascination with fire. He's constantly flicking that bick, yeah, and just staring, and he'll burn his friends with it. He's so crazy, he's out of control. That he really fucking is. bunk rock music, he'll do it to you. He'll do it. Well, it'll do it to you. Yeah. So that, our, uh, what are we gonna call the fucking poser kid? The poser kid. The Let's kid call that, him Larry. Well, that's a really punk rock name, Larry. Well, he's not a punk yet. All right, poser Larry. He's like, I gotta show my punksness. So he just stabs a fucking tire with a fucking switchblade. Yeah, that was Larry that started that. Yes. Oh shit. Okay, I thought. So is that why uh, Thrasher Thrasher gives him like a, a proving knot? Like, oh, yeah, he you're proves him it. by burning him with his lighter. Oh. And then we see a whole row of just flattened tires. That oh. was the first. So they head over. You know, they're gonna leave the parking lot. They don't even run. They're, they're so constantly. Pop- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and like bumping into each other. It's constantly. like a, it's like the Joker's gang or something, you know. <laughs> it is. So it's like this is what I love about I love these episodes because we're seeing some fifty year old yes. old guy like Completely. no idea about punk. He's read an article in the newspaper. Oh yeah, and he's you like, see his representation <laughs> later in another character in the in the show. Yes. You get to see the writer breaking the fourth wall and putting himself. But in. I love it when a clueless person's talking about. It. That's always the best. Yeah. So and so so they slowly walk away from the scene of a crime. They have gone through a parking lot of two thousand cars, like drawing attention to themselves that they committed these crimes. They're running across hoods or cackle, cackling <laughs> like little church girls, and they're just walking away. And they get over to their motorcycles, which just parked. You know, it was like in a neighboring neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, as they uh, mount up on them, they notice this this very 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 pink van. It says snow pink right snow, on the side. Snow pink right on it. Yeah. And it, it's perched up on this hill, and they're just like, oh, man, we got a peeps in this van. Right. And I got to say, if I were Chips, I'd be like, you're a fucking idiot for leaving all this gear in your van. Because these— Well, the, well blame the victim, Griff. Come on. 
Come on. Come on. Come on. You should be able, in a safe society, you should be able to leave your gear in your fucking car. All right. Well, that's the angle Murray's taking on this one. I'm saying this girl was you're very bl- negligent. Blame the victim. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was asking for it is what you're trying to say. So I don't she know. She was asking for it, according to Griff. Yes. That's exact. The words I am using are <laughs> she was asking for it. <laughs> so I don't even know who first went up to the van. Trasher. Trasher. He's the instigator for everything. So he peeps in that band, and it's just stacked with guitars, amps, mics. There's a guitar, an amp, and some mics. (laughs) There's a couple things. There's a couple things. And so I I love this maneuver. Whenever I'm going to break in a car, I've had vans broken into and everything, like working out uh, in various places over the years. Usually it was just a screwdriver. I guess you were asking for it. I was asking for it, for sure. Uh, They would just do a flathead and hammer out the the lock or whatever. But what Potato Head does is he takes one of his chains off. I think he's wearing it as a belt. Yeah. And he just wraps it around the handle and pulls real, real hard. Yeah, and that, the door just flies open. Yeah. Well, I blame her for that. Yeah. She should have better locks. I agree. So they grab the shit. They don't even need it, but they take it because they're punks. Yeah. Larry, Larry is just like, guys, we already have guitars. Uh, dummy, we want more guitars? I so okay. while that's going on, we cut to our man Ponch, John, and some other fucker. And they're just chilling, hanging on the beach, you know, getting numbers from the ladies. Oh, well, Ponch is. John's a, we, we learned that John's an uptight fucking white motherfucker. In this John, is, John is trying to, like, shoo the women away. He thinks that he's losing Ponch. Like, right. he, he really well, values their friendship. And then you know what, help, what doesn't help is when the other cops like Ponch. That show you did last night, we don't. We have no idea. Maybe this is a running thing in Chips. Me and Griff don't know about because we don't yeah, watch the this show. This is the fifth season. So. <laughs> what? He's like, Ponch, that show you did last night, Mwah! So it was amazing. Good. So you good. blew me my mind. I never thought singing could be any better. He is a local celebrity, and not because he's recognized as a police officer, but because everybody was at that show. Except everybody, John. But John. And John's in love with him, so it's like, yeah. why weren't you there, John? Attention. So we're just putting it out there. Everybody loves Poncha's singing. They're like, why are you wasting your time being a cop? Start your singing career now. Cut back to the van. The guys, they got all their shit. They're ready to go. Trasher, you know, he's just a rambunctious guy. So he pushes Larry. Yeah, Larry tries to get out, and uh, you know, Trasher's going to play a little joke on right. him. Push him he back. Punches, I guess they, they hit the parking brake. I don't know what. Something happens that causes the car to just start rolling down the hill. Yeah, and you know, I thought tra- Larry had the wherewithal to just hop out before it really started to accelerate, <laughs> no. but no, he's just hanging back there. And he's like, "Guys, what do I do?" And the, the fucking they're just pota- cackling and laughing. They're following them on their their yeah, hogs. Yeah, they hop on their motorcycles and they're just cackling again, they're having a good time. So we get we get a scene of a, someone riding a bike who probably, apparently doesn't know you can just get out of the way of the car. Oh my god, she. Does get out of the way, but then runs into another car. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good uh, fucking stunt, though. Like her going over that car. Was you see, awesome. like a like a man dresses a woman fly over the stunt man, <laughs> and yeah, then the, it it goes right down to the beachfront, jumps a fucking this dude. It, it was going what twenty miles an hour. You got to point out, Larry has jumped out of the van at this yes, point. Yes. And uh, almost gets run over by his buddies. Almost gets run <laughs> over by his buddies. They they pick him up and they right Larry, away. Larry, they're not your real friends. <laughs> exactly. So I thought there might have been a heart to heart with Larry at some point in this episode. <laughs> like I thought that's where we were leading no. to. No. 
Uh, but yeah, we see the van crash into a car, very akin to the Chuck Norris episode we did, where the car is going four miles an hour. It flips up and gases everywhere. And this destroys a beach volleyball game. That's the worst thing that happens, dude. But uh, it just so happens this is the same beachfront that our boys were working, and so they're like, "Oh shit, what was that?" I mean, should we go check it out, or do we get some dogs here? And uh, they decide to check it out. And they, they see the guys because they're, they're making a spectacle of themselves. There's like they want to be seen. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're motorcycle people, too. So they're like revving their engines. People are trying to, like, enjoy the day. And, so John yeah. and Ponch start following them. They're almost about to catch him. And then that fucking roller girl from earlier just runs right out in the street. Oh, my God. She's blocks Ponch co- and John. completely oblivious she's to the totally world. She's totally in the Bob Seger she's listening oh, to. Oh, got the- and, Dude, you know when you listen to Bob Seger, you just lose yourself. You, you, just- you really do. You got the fire down below. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she probably did. She had she she some bullshit her- going on. <laughs> and you can see it because she had the, she had the camel <laughs> toe going oh, on. Oh, God. Oh, how did they I think she just had a pair of underwear she just pulled off. Just pulled like, it up. And then over wearing. a shoulder like a caveman? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then, of course, they gets Poncha's eye. John's like, hmm, I wish she, I'm going to give her a citation yeah. for I, I love and... how whenever you see Poncha's head turn to a woman, you always see John's disappointing <laughs> look right into uh, Poncha's face. It, I Again, Murray, we've talked about the genius of these shows. First episode we've ever seen. We know the dynamic of their relationship yes. perfectly. Right. We can go watch any other episode, and we're like, that's what John hates right there is when Ponch actually makes it with a woman. Right. <sighs> and so, but they do finally catch up. Well, I think they caught up with the guys because where do we always say, practically every episode, where is the scum of the earth? Where does it happen? Where does it go down? Fucking wharf, man. Right. And they go even when the worst is under it. There is a road under by the way, the bikers have done a full circle. They were at the beach, they went around and just <laughs> down the road. So they did they a only, full they circle. They only had a permit to work on one street. Yeah, so they yeah. had to like yeah. you know they so they, do a good job blocking. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is the first wharf with a street underneath it, and it's dimly lit and there's If just, you look closely, uh, this is a real long callback to our first oh, episode. Shit. You can see the terror and Chuck Norris fighting underneath the wharf. I thought I saw that. Callback. Yeah, we, we actually just watched a nice Brandscombe Richmond, the very same Renegade episode we did. Everybody loved it. They've been talking to, what's that show called? H- Heroes, H- Heroes and Icons TV channel. And they said, we need studs. They're just playing that episode for 24 hours. That, we, we were sitting here for two hours. They just kept playing that episode over and over. So, yeah, so we see the, the, the punk rock gauntlet. We have all these punks on the sides of this road, and our boys are sweating a little, like, oh, oh. shit. And they're just slowly gone, but they're they're keeping a brave face. They don't want to let these fucking punks see that they're scared. We're seeing these punks. They all have tough T-shirts on. I mean, we're talking Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got I ELO. <laughs> Bob Seger again. <laughs> Bob Seger again. I think I saw a Nugent shirt. Boingo, boingo. P.I.L. Jesus Christ. I was terrified of these punks. I mean, the shirts didn't matter. If you didn't, I know. Like, I lived during this time. It was a terrifying era. I'm glad (laughs) you you weren't alive to witness this. But, woo. I would have been pissing my pants if I was Punch and John. But, no, they play cool. They're staring everybody in the eye. Right. Like, they are not intimidated. But they do. They're not spotting who they're looking for. Okay, all all these punks look the same to them. Everyone's got the potato head. So, (laughs) they didn't find the mohawk. 
And apparently they recognized Larry because he's the only one, like, hidden. <laughs> yeah. Larry's hidden under an oil drum. I think just Trasher's just fucking with him again. Uh, again, yeah. I and as soon as they go past, Trasher <laughs> slaps. He's, he's, he's the Joker. He, he is, is the Joker. He really is. And so, okay. They run the punk gauntlet. They leave. I believe they go back to the beach uh, to check out the yes, van that uh, is being towed out. And we have we meet uh, the owner of said van, the lady the who had Snow it coming Pink herself. Yeah, and played by I don't remember her name, but she was one of the daughters in the sitcom Eight Is Enough. Oh, okay. And she's punk as fuck. You know why I know she's punk, Griff? Because she's got pink hair. Oh yeah, John I believe delivers the question to her. Why do they call you Snow Pink? And then she lifts her hat, and she's got, like... I know it's going to sound fucking crazy to you and anybody under the age of 40, but that was nuts. If you you had pink hair in, like, 82 or whatever the fuck this show came out, you're crazy. That was some crazy shit. I mean, now it's like some white trash bitch in Walmart has fucking pink hair. (laughs) Everybody has pink hair. But, you know, at the time, yeah, like, having a mohawk was like, oh, my God, that guy's crazy. Right. And again, another police officer telling Ponch, oh, my God, your singing the other night was amazing. <laughs> like, I was hot and heavy. I was I was ready to fuck you right there. The well, spandex. I also liked that Snow was like, no, we're not punk. We're new wave. And let yeah. me explain the difference. Oh, please explain and the difference. And she's like, punk, that's a bunch of noise. I, mean, she, I will give this episode, and this is one that we don't have in today's society. They take both sides. They're not like... It's not like punk rocks is garbage. The, the writer of this episode took great pains to be like, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see where these kids are coming from, and at the same time, I still think it's shit. But so the, you get both sides. And she's like, look, punk rock is a bunch of noise. It's not my thing. I'm in the new wave. It's a little more commercial. It's a little more poppy. That's what I like. And like John, <laughs> I, I don't like either one. Yeah. You know, I was like, John, go fuck yourself. God, John is the worst. He's like, you know who makes a really good burger? McDonald's. <laughs> it's like, really? hold the condiments. <laughs> so he's, he's a hold the condiments kind of guy. And then so Snow is like, look, I'm going to be, there's a battle of bands at the Breaking Point Club. I'm going to be there rehearsing. My, my brother, Duke, who's 50 years older than me, <laughs> yes. is like running the thing. If you hear any news about I'm missing a bass, a guitar, and some mics. Some mics, yeah. If you hear anything, that's where I'll be. They're like, oh, great. We'll do that. So they actually find the mics pretty quickly. Well, they go back to the fucking the police station. Once again, everybody in the room, punch. That singing was amazing. I mean, we talk about the office water cooler. This water cooler was hot as fuck. <laughs> With Ponch's tunes And they, if you're, if you're uh, like us And you've never watched the show Fucking Worf from Next Generation Michael Dorn Plays one of the cops dude, I guess he was a regular on this show He looks great Yeah He had the giant fucking Fred dude. Williamson Batarang mustache oh, shit, on yeah I wanted more of him And even he's like Hey guys I just Like you said I just found these mics They were just on the street I guess you know Damn. Nobody wanted them And then they see it says Snow Pink on the mics I um, wonder who they belong to well, they're going to find out because they're going to go to the breaking point. This is the cool club. This is where the kids like to hang out. Well, we get this little, little history lesson. Or I remember this place is called Breakers. Yeah. And before that, it was the Pink Pussycat, right? The fuck. Yeah. These times, they are a changing. You what know. was that? Oh, uh, it was like uh, the West Berlin or something club or West uh, England or something. Ugh. 
But then we get Snow's rehearsal because they they walk into the middle of it, and she's got a great band. She's got a great song. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't find a YouTube clip of it. We play some of that shitty music. Do you remember what that first song she did? It was a cover of something. I don't know. I didn't like it. It was like Happy Birthday. It was like Happy Birthday. She was doing a Steven Seagal style of singing where she just whispered. Yeah. Her fucking song, very, a very, which is very unpunk to whisper into the mic, and it's a very new wave cover. There's zero synths. There's two guitar players and a bass player, and they are, and they all look like they're like from fucking Emerson Lake and Palmer. Like, yeah. they, it's like they all are like these hippie dudes. One guy looks like Kirk Hammett. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, what? How? This is even new wave. Like new wave, you'd have short hair and like the skinny ties, and yeah, they're in suits and shit. They're wearing like fucking hippie shit. Hippie shit. What is going on? But once again, these are clueless fucking like elderly people writing this episode. And she's wearing like some kind of Aladdin type outfit. It would outfit. be like if I wrote an episode about EDM. Like yeah. I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right, and right. Be like, yes. You'd be like, the kids are getting high on beats and they're doing drugs and uh, slashing tires. Right. That's exactly how I would describe it. Um, and eating grilled hot dogs like fucking idiots. But the guys, they're like, Ponch is like, I'm digging because Ponch is open to things. Yeah, he's a musician. Right. So he gets it. <laughs> right. He is he's like, oh my God, the way you whisper off those notes, they are not notes, by the way. You hit you hit it perfectly. You're an artiste. Yeah, but once like us, Griff, you gotta pay your fucking dues. And uh Snow, she lets us know, like, look, I gotta have a job, you know, this is my dream. This I'm gonna break it big. I'm working at this place called Fashion, Passion, Fashion, Fashion. Oh, beautiful. That pays the bills, but I'm going to be a star. Yeah. And, of course, it's the hottest clothing town, clothing store in town. All all the punk shop there is what she says. So I thought we were going to run as a punk store. No. And then while that's happening, we hear our boy Duke. He's like, God damn it. He's like listening to all these audition tapes for the Battle of Bands. He's like, this band pain is fucking garbage. This goddamn punk rock music. I wonder who's in that band. It's not like we'll figure that out. Well, Snow, she's like, oh, come on. Don't be. They're all right. I want them in the Battle of the Band. So we cut to Trasher's uh, suburban bedroom. Yep. He's you know, He's got all his fucking you know, hardcore punk posters on the wall. Oingo Boingo, Oingo like you Boingo. said. But psychedelic furs. Jake Eli. All these posters, <laughs> by the way, which get moved into another set <laughs> later on. These exact same posters. He's sipping on a Pepsi, you know, (laughs) when he gets the phone call. Enjoying the fuck out of that Pepsi. He's just trying to relax, you know. He's a troubled teenager just trying to be cool, you know. And his dad. Phone in his room, which in 83 is fucking, you're rich. You got a phone in your fucking room. Yeah. Rings. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh. Click. Yeah! (laughs) He starts fucking trashing his room. His his dad with the comb over comes in. What are you doing? I'm in the ballot bands, old man. I'm going to show you. Oh, my God. Then they go to a commercial break. Wait, that's not it. So we we talked. Ponch, he's prowling the streets looking for these punks. He notices this is hot blonde in a bikini. He hears hears (laughs) a woman beating her tire with a tire iron. Because yeah, it was apparently she's a dumb blonde. So I guess she thinks that'll inflate it. I don't know. I have no idea. Again, like barely in any clothes. Right. I, I guess in the. I think this was late seventies. Well, this is like early eighties. Early eighties. Yeah. Uh, but you know, of course, Ponch comes over doing civil duty, 
to look at that booty. <laughs> and he's getting up in there like, hey. I love this scene because it was so weird. It was so amazing. Like, <laughs> she, she's like, he's like, uh, you need a little help there? She's like, fuck for women's lib. You're goddamn right I do. I, I love she... the set dressing of the scene. I'm sorry. It's just, it was amazing. You don't get scenes like this ever. And then she's like, you know what? I'm a little hungry. I'm going to get an orange. You into an orange? She's like, nah, I'm all right. So she pulls out three oranges. She pulls starts... out two at first. And this is hard. <laughs> this is really tricky. She starts juggling the two at the same time and with the same hand. And then a third one comes out of nowhere. And she is just gabbing on and on. And Ponch is asking her question after question. Who do you think did this? Oh, it's those fucking punks. I've been seeing them flying around here. Yeah. I got to tell you, I don't like the punks. I, I like a lot of people. I like a lot I of like beach people. I like my Bob Seger. I like my Bob Seger. I like Seger. a little Chardonnay and a Bob Seger LP. Into, I'm big into the surfing. You know what? These are the type that go out there and steal all the waves and fucking tra- just trash And everybody. she's like, you're thinking, it's talking about surfing, some surf punks. The ringleader of all these damn punks is a guy named Trasher. He's a real poser. Oh. One time he was, he was in Rockabilly, then he was into fucking Dungeon and Dragons, and now he's in the punk. He's just switching it up every week. Every week you see him, he's got a whole new look going on. What's his uh, what's his look looking like uh, right now? Does he got some kind of like Indian haircut? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that's him. Oh. Called the Mohican. <laughs> That's what he's into these days. The last of the Mohicans. So the guys go, okay. Ponch is like, I'll write. Give me your phone number again. Okay, I may. Have to, your, I might have to follow up on some questions. What's your address? Right. And then she 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 loses her train of thought, and then the, all the fucking oranges, oranges hit his head, and we all laugh. Oh, so fun. Cut to the guys, John and Ponch. They're at Passion Fashion. They're, they're they got some leads, I guess. But, oh. John's looking for some new clothes because, like I said, John isn't like you said. He's another. He's a fellow musician, so he's open to new experiences, new looks. So he is all about checking out what's going on at Fashion Pad. John, you mean Pancho? You Pon- just said John. Well, they're both there. Yes. Yeah. Well, John, he brings Poncho. John with them. Yeah. And John, I call them Pancho. <laughs> John, the wet blanket of this fucking burrito. He's just like, ugh, who would wear this shit? Yeah. And John and Ponch is just like putting on a pimp pad. It's like, oh man, I look so good in this shit. Ugh. And then John's like, he's feeling like left out. So he just crushes his fucking cop hat on top of it. He's yeah, like, you look good helmet. now, you, you crazy punk rocker. How are you going to wear two hats? It's impossible. <laughs> and then fucking, uh, what's her name? Snow, Snow. S- Twinkle Snow comes over. And she's like, Ashley, I think it's pretty cool. And she puts one trucker hat on another trucker hat, but turns the one, you know, so now that it's we 12 said and that 6. Some motherfucker, some influencer is going to be doing that. Oh, now. big time. Big yeah, time. Yeah, double trucker hat. She's like, fashion is about to stink inside the box. Well, I don't like it. Don't tell me about your box. But Ponch, he's digging it. He's just loving it. And he's just like, hey. I'm gonna. He, I think he he picks out some kind of outfit or something, and he's gonna he's gonna he, that big event he's gonna have later on that big yeah. show at the Sacramento Airport. Jesus Christ, the Sacramento <laughs> Airport. He doesn't even get to pick out an outfit because John is shitting on cramping his style so hard. Right. So he blows a uh, 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 snow pink a kiss, and he's like, "I'll return later. You can yeah. check my inseam." So they're in the locker room at the uh, police station, and Ponch is like. Yeah, man, I gotta because I'm taking so much time off from my music. I gotta do a double shift tonight. Oh, I'm gonna, man. but I'm gonna check out that Dirt Club that I heard Trasher and the band Pain, his band Pain, hang yeah. out at. 
while that's going on, we get a nice lesson. I guess his name is Officer Grossman shows up. Big, fat, sloppy fucker. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, punk rock. Again, this is the writer's character. <laughs> yeah. This has to be him. He heard this in the laundry room one day or something, and he was like, I'm going to write a whole Chips episode about this. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm into the slam, the dancing of slams. Slam? Okay. (laughs) This is the men's locker room. Everybody is piled into it. Women, men, everybody's hanging out in the locker room right Right. now. (laughs) This is probably my favorite scene. It it was great. such a spaz. He just starts demonstrating. He's like, well, you know, the new waivers, they do the pogo. The pogo. But the punk rockers, they do the slam. And they're like, now let me show you what the pogo is. So he starts pogoing. Now the slam is a little different because you slam. And he starts hurling himself into lockers, yeah, like he knocking commit, them yeah. down. He's like committing to this fucking dance. And that's why like all the all the women and every, everybody was just gathering well, around. Everyone's like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Like Michael Doran come in. And then the fucking chief comes in. And he's, he, he, he's so into it, he throws himself at the chief, almost takes the chief out. It was crazy. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? I'm just showing him what the kids are into, man. And he's like, okay, well, get back to your job, you fat fuck. <laughs> get with the times, old man. <laughs> uh, so we got to cut back to our, 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 our pain group. We're at Dirt Club. They're right on the roof, jam- getting ready for that big battle of the bands, hey. singing their one song, Yeah, I Like Pain. I Like Pain. We get we get the picture of the front. They're... I didn't know punkers are so into motorcycles because there's 400 <laughs> motorcycles lined up outside of this. Well, place. they're a deadly gang, Griff. Of course, they have motorcycles. Yeah. And so they're up doing their Beatles impression. You know, they're playing on the rooftop. Ah, dig pain. Dun, 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 dun. Unplugged. Great though. Uh, it was really fucking wow. potato heads just just playing a fucking table. Ching, 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 Larry just sitting there. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's kind of laughing nervously. They got two. Semi-attractive girls with them. They're they're living the life. They were painted up too. What's yeah. going on with that? Well, they had some crazy punk rock makeup. So I think it was Larry who happens to catch uh, a glint in the in the, in the in the horizon, and he's just like, guys, he sees the, cops... the shine off of Poncho's teeth. Yeah. Oh, that was. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, guys, the cops are coming. Hide the base, guys. Hide the base. Hide the base. Like, don't be able to recognize the base. And go, <laughs> I love it. I, I love like, yeah, I'll hide the base, all right. Wellman just throws it off the top of the building. He must have thrown it far because we <laughs> saw that road a minute ago. It is not busy. But he hurls it into, like, a highway or something, hits a car. It smashes. A 20-car pileup. And, of course, one of the cars veers off the road, hits a ramp. Of course. Flies into another car. <laughs> There's, like, a fruit stand goes flying. All the things you expect where, from where an 80s car. Where did the fruit stand you? come from? Where did the fruit stand come from? But, you know, so Ponch and John, they're kind of distracted with, you know, 20 dead bodies now, like, strewn across the street. And to make it even more obvious who committed this crime— they run out. They start calling for the cops. They jump on the motorcycles. They're revving their engines like, hey, you fucking pigs. <laughs> the laughing. They take off. Poncho John are like, fucking leave these guys. They're dead. They're yeah, gone. Yeah, they're dead. It doesn't matter. So they give chase. They, the punkers, they, they get a great idea. They split up. Potato Head, I guess they're driving by Potato Head's house. So he just goes to his home. Yeah, Potato's just like, hey, I'm out of here. I'm going to go bake, get baked. And then fucking uh, Trash and Larry, they... They, they, I guess they 
didn't know this area of town because they, they come to a road that's blacked off. Yeah. By uh, a fan. I, believe, I think I, I think, think Red Bluff. I think it was, it was Red, Red Bluff. Bluff. Yeah. yeah. It might have been. If I had my infrared vision, I'd know for sure. But exactly. I'm pretty sure it was Red Bluff because you ain't getting in there. It was more secure than Red Bluff. And you know how I know? <laughs> Barbed wire fencing. Exactly. Red Bluff didn't even have that. And this is how just crazy these punk rock kids are. They don't care. Like, Trasher just leaves his bike. Yeah. And they click, and then Larry's like, oh, no, there's a barbed wire. Yeah. He pushes Larry up, and Larry gets up there like he couldn't see it from below. And he's like, oh, trash, uh, sir, there's a barbed wire up here. It's uh, pretty sharp. Larry, get the fuck over that fence right now. So they get over they there. They get over. They leave a little. Uh, oh, yeah. Ponch and John show up, and they see there's a tiny droplet of blood and a little scrap, little swatch of leather. It's probably one of their shirts that they had uh, pinned on to the back of their jacket. And Ponch is like, these guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, he – Eric Estrada killing it. He's just like, what the fuck is – like, he thinks they're high as fuck on drugs or He's something because like, no gonna, one. If I ever meet these guys, I'm going to empty my fucking service revolver into them because and, they're crazy. Oh, my God. And I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to go find someone else with a gun and say, stand your ground on this guy. Whew, so we crazy. cut back to the station. We get – we. Uh, I think it was uh, Michael Dorn. He comes in. He's like, I got – oh, it was Grossman. And he's like, yep. I got some uh, news on that bike. It's, it's belonged to some Dutch kid. Yeah. Like, they, like, stole his, the bike. His parents have been in Germany for the last nine years. I, they, <laughs> he doesn't exist. He's a shadow man. <laughs> Are we talking about the man we can't the forest for the trees? Yes. <laughs> and then but and then they're like uh, – John is like, what is up with these fucking crazy punk rock kids? And then – we get another public service announcement from Officer Grossman. He's like, look. he's Well, John's like, I get it with black people. They're crazy. But I, what are these good white kids from the suburbs doing this for? Oh, my God. This spiel spoke to me. <laughs> spoke to me. And then Grossman goes, look, man. Look, man. There's a lot of shit going on in the suburbs you don't even know about. It's like a prison. Yeah. It's like it's like fucking being locked down in quarantine. And what better to rebel against the nine to five lifestyle but to thrash into other people? And John again, he just doesn't get it. He's got his coffee, he just chucks it at the wall, and he's like, I'm fucking out of here. But we realize it's really not about punk rock. It's there's some deeper shit going on with John that we'll get into yeah. later. Yeah. But he's lashing out at the poor punks. So we go to the garage, and we got our band having another garage practice. Did you well, get? No, before got, that, we did get a scene where, and this is still detailed in later, where uh, Ponch is like, he's like, "Look, John, can you like oh, cover yeah. for me? Because I got to prepare for this show." Oh yeah, and he's like, "Well, I kind of had like some stamp collecting to do. Look, you're gonna you're gonna want me to prepare for the show because it's gonna be my last." And we're like, what? Even we haven't even heard Ponch That's singing. Right. We're like, holy fucking shit! How can this guy's that? How can you stop this career? We've been hearing for the last thirty minutes about how good Ponch is and how he needs to go pro and how he is the pro and how every cover he did, everyone thought it was an original because he just killed it. Everyone was like, wait, who? Who's Queen? Because I'm pretty sure you are Queen. They're King. King. Ooh. Ooh. So, Jan, so he's highway. like. I, can you pick up that fucking outfit that I had a uh, snow pink make uh, alter for me? Yeah. She really worked that in scene. She really worked that in scene. Really and he's Dick like, okay, I guess. So he goes back to the breaking point club. Duke's there. He's he's just like, hey man, 
you need to cancel this battle of the bands. This is getting out of hand. These fucking punk rock kids. Oh my god! And like Duke's like, look, if you just treat them like human beings, they'll be cool. If you come in like a fucking death squad, they're gonna fucking go crazy. Yeah, they already hate the cops here. There, there was some. They kind of hinted to some kind of cop. Feud. I think they even said that the breaking point was going to close down again. I think John was going to threaten to close it down. I think John he... was. He's that insensitive. He doesn't get any, and anything he doesn't get is terrifying to him. Right. Exactly. He he is the typical like. Well, I don't know about those other people, so we better. They, they're probably all terrorists. I know is yeah. John's always he's got a concealed carry on him. Oh my he's god, always strapped. He's definitely the Punisher skull, Blue Live Matter guy. <laughs> yes. He's he's the dude with the shirt tucked into his jeans, pulled up a little high, cell phone belt clip, gun belt clip. You know, <laughs> mirrored shades. If he had goatee. a if he had a daughter, he'd have the shirt on. Yeah, you can you can date my daughter after you're done dating my gun or something. Camouflage Punisher cap. Yeah, oh. we got it. We got him nailed. Oh my god! <laughs> and so he goes in like don't snow. let the feathered hair fool you. <laughs> That's the only amount of freedom that he allows himself. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to the stage. Snow's like she's like, hey, wait, wait, don't come in. I'm getting dressed in my outfit that I'm going to debut with the Battle of the Bands. He's like, well, I'm just here for that outfit that punches. Well, just let him know. It might be a little tight. It's never tight enough for punch. Uh, this is this is getting into something interesting because I thought, wow, that's that whole thing. It's never tight enough for him. Wow, but the, <laughs> um, but then uh, snow. I want to call her Snowpiercer. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Snowpink. Snowpink's like, hold on, hold on, and she's. She looks like she's nude right now. And so I'm like, she's flirting with them hardcore. I thought she was into Ponch. I think she's into John. And so she's like, wait, I got to show you this outfit. And she comes down, and again, she's wearing another like weird It's Atlanta. like a crazy Stevie Nicks outfit. Or Stevie Nicks, yeah, yeah, sure. It's like flowing. It's very, she's got leg warmers on. Leg warmers, pink. heels, pink. But it's like it's like a, a open hip slip kind of dress thing going on so she just got like one shade going down the crotchal regions it's crazy it's bunk and she when she tells john to turn around she puts her leg up like exposing half of her shit and john's like yeah pretty cool yeah that was good i mean punch will look better in it but mm-hmm. you look okay ah and then he's just like look i'm just worried about these crazy punk rock is i don't want anyone to die and she's like oh calm down it'll be okay yeah duke's got a system one punk band can't ruin the the it, the the bunch. It's like uh, the one punk band shoot. doesn't spoil the whole bunch. It's herd immunity. You know, you just get one in there and everyone's fine. Exactly. If you get too many, then exactly. Oh. So now, what's Payne up to? Well, they're practicing for that battle of bands. Once you, like you said, they're in the, a different room with the exact same posters from Trasher's yep. uh, bedroom. Yep. They're Maybe they the just garage. took the bed out of Trasher's room and said, "That's my practice space." Now. Maybe. So so they're practicing that they're, one they're song. Fucking Larry's fingers are bleeding. Yeah, what guys. happened? They're because they're practicing hard, man. Oh, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, they want they really want to win this thing. Okay, okay. So they're working hard, and but but fucking like, Trasher, like we said, he's the Joker. He's just all nihilism. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, he is completely out there right now. But Potato Head playing the drums, he's like, guys, guys, we sound like shit. We're gonna lose. <laughs> We're gonna lose so fucking bad and he's like who gives a fuck about the goddamn kindness we're gonna trash that fucking club it's what we're gonna fucking do yeah it's about the punk attitude who gives a fuck if we sound good exactly. who says we don't sound we're the best band in the world yeah, exactly. and we're the worst band in the world 
the one and the same. That's the exact same pep talk me and Grip do, give each other before yeah. our podcast. <laughs> we're the best. <laughs> we're the worst. <laughs> so this is where we finally get down to the nitty gritty between John and Ponch. Oh, my God. They finally have art because Ponch is like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you come to see me perform? I do it for you. You're my partner. I want you there. I love looking in your eye. When we're enjoying a donut or we're on the beach giving out our phone numbers to all those hot babes, I want you there with me, John. And John's like, look, you know you know, people who try to be like in the music industry, they, they, they fail more than they succeed. He's giving them all the fucking, you know, the spiel. He's trying, you know, he's like, I just don't know if you have what it takes, John. <sighs> and John's like, I get it. I'm at the top of my field, and, and he, he's a fucking traffic cop. He's like he's, he's like, like buffing his badge while he's with so much pride and honor. Yeah, it's like you think I'm gonna give up being a traffic cop? Yeah. That's like the that's that's what everyone aspires for. Everybody. That's this, why everyone's giving us their phone numbers. This is why this is my last show. Well, well, Pink told me that you were gonna be at this, these two hot nights at the fucking Sacramento airport. Oh, uh, John. <laughs> but, Sacramento Airport. I mean, that is even by today's standard, that's nowheresville. Hey, hey, man! Fucking everybody goes to that airport. Like, there's a hundred people there at any time. So all those people passing by, they're gonna see your band. And this is pre nine eleven, so people just hang out at the airport. This is pre COVID, where we can actually see live shows. Yeah. So. so everyone's gonna be at the airport, right? You know, they have the best frozen cokes there. Right. And, and he's like, "Look, little buddy." I'm not giving up on you. My right? band's going there. I'm uh, not going there. So we cut back to the breaking point. The big days here. Battle of Bands. We got a DJ. Dana Carvey's DJing. He's got those fucking sweet, <laughs> like, robot alien glasses. Yeah, those are yeah. like, those were like shorthand for punk rock. Those kind of like skinny, like Do you Devo remember, was it shit? Christopher Lee in the one movie? Yes, it Serba? was. <laughs> exactly. If you've seen The Howling 2, well, don't. Just watch, listen to our episode. He's wearing the exact same yep. punk rock shades. He looked awesome. It looks like fucking Cyclops from the X-Men. Yeah, basically. good call, good call. And he's like, hey, we got pain, and we got the spilled milk, and we got all these cuckoo spilled bands milk. coming up. And we got the punk rock kids. They're not even playing punk. They're playing, like, some disco shit. And the punk band, punk kids are, like, pogoing and doing a little of the slam yeah, with each other. It's 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 bizarre. It's bizarre. It's very much like uh, our, what was that Midnight movie with the killer? New Year's Evil? Yeah. It kind of has that weird yes. vibe where the kids don't know what they're doing, and they just, uh, the Foley artist just, uh, put pumped in some shoe shuffling to imitate the sound of dancing. So you just you hear shoe shuffling on a linoleum floor. Right. And we see our boys pain. They're hanging out in the bed, smoking in the boys' room. Oh, yeah. Larry, Larry's, like, last to arrive, and he's got a beer in hand. He comes in, does secret knock on the bathroom door because they've, they've, like, trapped themselves in there, you know? They're, like, <laughs> oh, that's, taking it's over. It's like the Fonz. That's their office. Oh, good call. Yeah. Good call. Love it. Yeah. And so um, – Larry, he thinks he's cool, so he's, like, got a can of spray paint. He's starting to spray paint paint, and fucking Trasher's like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) This is public property. What are you doing? And and then he's like, just kidding. And then he just destroys the – oh, I hated those things where it was like they didn't – They'd have a towel in the bathroom. Yeah, but it was the same towel. Yes. Yeah. Like and on, a, just, on a roller. Oh, COVID. You, you can't have that with COVID <laughs> no, nowadays. No. That. That, he, oh, my God. And he sensed that because he, he he trashes the fucking roller. This is what was really interesting. This was a beautiful shot. 
They kick the shit out of it, but there's like a mirror on it. So the mirror breaks off in little sh- sh- right. b- pretty big sh- uh, slivers and everything. Shards, so, yeah. so each of them pick it up. And I thought they were going to do like some kind of blood <laughs> ritual. I really did. I thought they were going to like, hey, guys. The 1982 fucking TV show. Yeah, blood rituals. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were going to be like, we're in this together. We're blood brothers or something. <laughs> No, they hold up the mirror, and then we get the shot. Can we also the- point out that at this time, Trasher has his fucking Wes from Road Warrior war paint yeah. on. Beautiful yes. war paint. We did not, so yeah. thank you. <laughs> so they're looking in that mirror. We're seeing that beautiful war paint. We're looking from behind their backs. They have their backs to the bathroom door at this point, and this 55 <laughs> Jonah Jameson-looking Spider-Man guy opens the door. He's got the... He's kind of, he kind of had a Frank Zappa kind of look. Okay, so, Frank Zappa. But he had, like, yeah, he had his... Mustache was dyed, like, he, silver. He, like, spray-painted it. He had, like, some <laughs> silver paint going on. Then he did it to his eyebrows, too? Yeah, a guy way too old to be in Wow. Scene. It was amazing. And they're, like, oh, you know, then they, they, once, like us, they realize this guy's a poser. So they just push him out. Yeah. And then they just hang out in the bathroom. Just like, keep hanging out <laughs> Because there. now, finally, the time has come. Snow Pink is ready to hit the stage. Oh, man. <laughs> apparently, her backing band are a bunch of LARPers because they're wearing, like, weird Renaissance Fair outfits. But it was, like, sequined. What was the <laughs> deal with that? They all look like Doug Henning, the magician. <laughs> they all had, like, long hair and big fucking Lemmy mustaches. Oh, my God. And this like, was, like, a th- this like, was a scene out of Spinal Tap. Like, yeah, it was like literally you couldn't literally. Yeah, he looked like the bass player of Spinal Tap, one yeah. of the guys. And you're like, you couldn't find a guy to put with short hair to put in a, like a suit with a skinny tie. That's it's, all you needed. Exactly. We're new wave. You are not <laughs> new wave at all. And okay, kids are pogoing around and. Oh my god, it was fucking. Bizarre. But then the kids are having a good time. But then Payne has to kill the pit. They just fucking jump in and start fucking with people and hitting people. And we got to mention, they have found Duke, and they have locked him in his office. Well, no, what happens is they cause a ruckus. They start really hurting people. So Duke gets pissed off, and he grabs Trasher and hauls him out. Like, you guys are out of the battle of the bands. Oh, okay. And they're like, we didn't do anything wrong. And then fucking Potato Head pulls out a switchblade. Okay. Oh, like, that's right, because he was, like, holding it nervously. Right. <laughs> so, clearly, Trasher's the only one who's really into this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah he's because the only he's real the biggest, punk. He's yeah. the biggest poser of all. Yeah. And then we cut to commercial. Yeah. And then when we come back, Payne is on stage, so we're like, what happened to Duke? We don't know. Yeah. Did they stab his fucking ass? I don't know. And Payne, I got to say... If this is a battle of bands, I'm voting for Payne. I'm voting for Payne, too. I, didn't, I did not care for Snow Pink's whisper singing. Whisper singing, the outfits, the whole thing did nothing for me. And the, and the if you're going by punk rock, the fans are liking it because they're spitting on them and throwing shit Dude, at them. Dude, they are having such a good time. They're climbing on the stage. They're fucking diving off of it. Crashers kicking people in the face. This is what I would call, if I went to this place, this is one of the worst venues I've ever seen. This reminds me of going to the Royal Oak Music Theater. Fucking hate that place. Any of those places that have like just that small little bowl in front of the stage, and then they have like the late, you know, the tiered yeah. seats and everything. I fucking hate that. And so this is like a diner slash little dance area, and that's what they're they're got these people crowded around. But yeah, it. and they're and like like Trasher's taking it too far. He's kicking people in the face. He's he's throwing stagizers oh, he's, off the stage. He's fucking bashing people with his guitar. And then, what? Well, I'm glad you brought up guitar because Snow recognizes, like, hey, that's my fucking guitar oh, that was God. stolen in the beginning of this episode. So, while that's going on, John, he's like, finally, I agreed, I guess, check this 
what these kids are doing out. So he's got his best fucking country and western blazer on with the leather on yeah. the back. I wish he would have come in disguise or something. Like, I don't want to be recognized Maybe here. he did. Maybe he was that Frank Zappa guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would have been real interesting. Oh, I would have really liked that. But so he's just like, he sees the doors are locked, and the kids are like, yeah, man, they locked us out like 15 minutes ago. It's like, oh, hmm. shit. So he goes around back. Says, well, this door's locked, too. I guess I got to break it. Apparently, John's... Went in, went in punk Rome. Do as yeah. the punk Romans do. I like it. And he breaks it, and then he goes to, like, the office. He sees Duke is tied up in the office, and he unties him. Says, call the cops. I'm going to handle this. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So in this time, Payne has finished their song. They haven't really finished it. They just kind of no. stop playing right. because everybody is freaking the fuck out. They've been beating people. Well, that could, because the riot cops show up. Dude. Uh, well, it takes one whole minute, <laughs> one whole minute for the cops to arrive. But in that time, they left the stage and they're kind of like cackling from uh, the hallway. Yeah. They, like, they're looking at all this chaos they started. They did throw the guitar back into the audience and yeah. uh, uh, Snowpiercer so, yeah. gets it back. So Snow, Snowpink got it if you're wondering. We were worried about that. Yeah. And then the cops come into busting heads. They're ready to fuck shit up. They're oh like Rodney God. King, motherfucker. They oh, you were right about that. <laughs> they had the batons out. They if they had more room to get like a good swing going, there would have been crack skulls everywhere. So John, he's like, I gotta fucking calm things down. So he gets on stage. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hey. Hey, you got why did I <laughs> call back to the last episode? Okay. Where I did it. And he's like, you know what? I thought punk was garbage, but my eyes have been opened, and these are just some good kids. They just want to have some fun. You don't need to bust their heads, guys. Just take them out at the knees. That's it. And everybody in the audience is just like, even the cops, they put down their batons. They're like, we're done busting heads. They all start clapping. Kids start pulling off their punk rock pins off their shirt like, I'm done with punk. Oh, my God. And while that's going on, our boys... I saw a couple Nazi punks in there, and they fucked right off. They were, yeah, they renounced Nazism. Yeah, they said, "You know what, Hitler? Bad news. <laughs> Hitler wasn't right on that fucking Glastonbury lie to us. Bad news. So, Payne, they're about to make their getaway. They jump on their hogs, take off. Well, actually, what happens is Trasher throws his true shows his true colors by pushing Larry and fucking Ped. Toward the cops that are coming. Oh, shit. And then he jumps on his bike, peels out, takes off. Just as that's happening, Ponch is showing up for that big show. Yeah. He freaks like a bitch. He he sees the cop, uh, you know, the cop uniform, skids fucking up, peels, crashes his fucking bike. Gas starts pouring Gas out pouring. everywhere. And we, we we said earlier, he loved playing with that fucking bick. Yeah. He lights it up. We can. And this is the moment where you just see he's just a scared kid, Griff. He's just a scared kid, man. He's just like lashing out at the world. He's just infused. And Ponch sees that. And he's like, I'll fucking kill us all! He's got it right, above, right near that fucking gas. I have no idea what we're about to see here. And the camera just starts zooming in on uh, uh, Ponch's face. And I was like, what are we... What are we climaxing at here? What are we getting to? Is he getting ready to shoot this kid? No. He just leans down. Is that what happened? Yes, he blows the flame out. Okay. (laughs) And then the kid's like, fuck. Like, I guess I can't just light it again. He's just like, he gives up. He he starts crying. He starts, he turns his life over to Jesus Christ. He just does it all. I wish that happened. He rips the Moloch off. You know, this was his Velcroed. 
And then this is the piece de resistance no, of the movie. I want to say, I wish some of that happened. <laughs> no. Nothing happens. No. It just cuts the air. Yeah, we show. don't know. Well, because we need time for what we're going to see later. Like, normally we would they'd show them booking the kid and they'd be like, Something. you're just going to get some probation. You're I, a good kid. I'm sorry. I want a closure on trash. We get <laughs> nothing. Maybe there was another episode later. He shows up and he's like working at a church. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Punch revises his career for one last benefit, a charity show. And he's like, you know who could be great on guitar? Trasher. Find me Trasher. Oh, my God. Now, Trasher, like you say, he turned his life over to the Lord. Yes. So he's all clean cut. Oh, he's got the perfect Jesus hair. Where's the Jesus robe now? So there, we just wrote Trasher's story right there. There you go. That's Trasher's story. Girl. Oh, man. But the important story is this is it. Griff, we it's like it's like like we're living in the world now. It's so divided. We got we got fucking mustache and beard. Oh. We got long hair and skinhead. We got punk versus square. How are we going to unite the people? Uh, I don't I don't know. Celebrate good times. We're going to celebrate with some poncherello. Ponch <laughs> comes out. He's got his outfit that he got from Passion Fashion. And holy fuck, did she like know a, his inseam. It's like a bedazzled fucking country and western shirt. Yeah. And the tightest fucking pants. I'm sorry, John. They're too tight. They are a little tight. And he is fucking and pumping and grinding the air like nobody's business. Oh, Everyone's coming together. The punk kids... It's it's time to celebrate, Griff. Yeah, it's like a disco song, and they're up there. They're just like, yes. What's the song "Celebration" by Cool and the Gang? It, John's up at the front of the stage. He's got dollar bills in his mouth. I think he <laughs> doesn't really get what this is. He's trying to get, he's trying to get some grind action on his face, you know? and he's just fucking fucking the air for all it's worth. Oh and those God. people like this punk girl skanking the fuck to it. She's <laughs> earning yeah. her she's I, earning her one day pay, I like, extra pay. I like just like how when you go to a show and no one's really into dancing or anything, but you do get the one person who's like, I've got to dance. So everybody clears a big gap for them to <laughs> yeah. you know do their well, thing. You don't want that. Retard flailing and hitting you. Exactly. That's what was happening here. So the one punk girl was skanking. <laughs> no one else around her. And thankfully, because Ponch is there, the beautiful people came out of the woodwork. So they're in the front while the ugly punks are in the back. Yeah. But we're all together. We're all we're one. All together. We're all united. All the police take a table in the back. Private table. <laughs> Private table. Yeah. Grossman, he's like, man, I could do some of that slam right now. He's like in a sweater. Like, he's looking like a dad. And he's the one who was explain. I expected to see him there in like some kind of crazy outfit or something, <laughs> that you know? That would have been great. Because he's definitely a psychopath. Like, I, I wanted to see much. him it, like dressed like a punk girl. Like, I remember I went and saw the UK subs like 25 years ago, and it was like there was like 12 people there. Uh-huh. And it was like, it was, a sh- it was a place called the Falcon in Hamtramck. And. That place was notorious for having shows like start at like one in the morning. Fuck, man. So like I was there with my sister. She was asleep, literally. And there was a guy who fucking was like a John Goodman type. But (laughs) but he had like a beard and he had like a POW like hat on. He was like this crazy Vietnam vet dude. And he was like fucking getting crazy. And like, I mean. At the time, he, this is like 25 years ago, he was probably like 50 at the time. Jeez. Because he was like probably a nom. And it was just weird. <laughs> like, I, just, I got the fuck away because I don't know what that guy was going to do. Yeah. I'm sure he's probably, he's probably at Lansing right now protesting. Probably. But, yeah, a very weird crowd, but everyone's loving it. Everybody. And then 
Duke's like, all right, everybody. Now for the announcement of the winner of that Battle of the Bands. It doesn't matter that we already saw Snowpiercer finish up. Everyone was like, yeah, all right, that was pretty good. Right. When fucking Ponch got off the stage, he, like, they had a clear path for him. Like, the SWAT, literally. Poli- the SWAT police had to be like, oh, step aside, ma'am, yes. ma'am, step aside, tickets, tickets. <laughs> and he gets over to his table, and his friends are just like, fuck, your balls you look notice? great. Not one drop of sweat. He was killing it, and he still remained fresh. And we know we've gone to so many of these shows. It's a sweat box in there. Yes. Like all you smell but is when hot it's, ass. When it's packed, like like sardines in a can, because people, everyone's there to see pond. Literally, people hanging from the rafters. <laughs> it's, it, this was rafter room only. You know, that's a great. You don't know this, but that's a great Gorilla Monsoon line. He would always say, "Literally, literally, people hanging from the rafters." <laughs> But, yeah, and Ponch is like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go up. I, I just left the stage. I can go back up and get my award. Ugh. And then, then the fix is in because we know we just mentioned Duke is the brother of Snow Pink. So like, the winner is Snow Pink. We pan over the audience and everyone's like, what? Oh, boo. Who? Thumbs down. Who? Who the fuck are you talking and about? And Ponch is just like, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger man. I'm going to let her have this yeah. moment because yeah. this is my retirement. I'm going back to the high life of being a patrolman. <laughs> And then we just freeze frame 12 times. Well, someone probably told him, like, yeah, most musicians write music. And he was like, whoa. But he's no, like, I you. reinvent music. I reinvent music. People are like, is that the cool in the gang celebration? Because <laughs> it sounds like it, but it's better. It's more amazing. It's just better. I just want to point out, Eric Estrada sounded awful. Awful. But I'll give him points for actually singing instead of, like, lip syncing somebody else. I'll you could him- tell he got into it. This was very much karaoke. He did his thing. Yeah. It was very karaoke. That's a yeah. good phrase because yeah. it was not good. He was grinding out there in his jeans. He, or jeans. Oh, okay. In his whatever pants. They're like slacks. Yeah, slacks. And, yeah. Whew, man. So, and then, like, like I said, we get 12 free shrimps. Yeah, that was that was a classic ending of every show had a freeze frame, but not twelve. Yeah, like everybody got their own personal freeze frame. And Ponch got two. Yeah, Ponch got two. Because he was the better man that day, so he got two. So there it goes. Oh man, I don't. I I hate chips, but there's another episode I have to cover. We're gonna do probably we're gonna do some other shows until we get back. But I have to do this one show. I don't think we've done one show twice aside from a two parter. Yeah. Well, there's so many. There's so many great shows. Oh, man, that studs episode. It's just back (laughs) in my brain now. Those I can't wait to get back to the world of John, uh, Bobby Six Killer. Oh my God, and Vincent! Black. I really got to find that fucking Bobby Five Killer episode. <laughs> I wa- that is a history I need. So who knows? Maybe we'll do that. We don't. You were talking about maybe doing a classic Happy Days episode next. Oh time. yeah, we 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 uh, put that one into the air months ago. So we might have to do that. So uh, yeah, be grateful this quarantine's happening because that's what's giving us time to actually do tippy taps regularly. <laughs> And we'll see you the next time we do another tippy tap.